Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. school sports here's mo and chris welcome back into southern middle tennessee sports day presented by mid tennessee bone and joint chris y'all mo Patton, lawson smith coming to you from the lee company studio right here in the front porch sports headquarters of wkom 1017 fm kennedy broadcasting very happy to have you guys with us on this wednesday morning 24 minutes past the hour if you're listening on the podcast we appreciate you guys if you do not know about the podcast sm-tnsports.com the podcast tab is available you can listen to every show we've ever done if you so choose i don't know why you would but you're welcome to if you'd like start about midway through if you decide to do that (laughs) or go back to the first ones where we have some really great guests but the audio quality is awful (laughs) because we did it on zoom Yeah. So it is what it is. Uh, but we had some great guests back then. We did. Good times, good times. Uh, yeah, last July was a lot of fun. <laughs> we were trying to figure out what the heck was going on, and we're sitting in our living rooms in the middle of COVID. And but just, we did have some great guests. We did. It was fun. And we've got a great guest this morning. We do, in fact. Uh, we welcome in in the Parks Motor Sales hot seat as he uh, sits in studio with us, Murray County Athletics Director, Chris Pointer. Chris, good morning, man. Good morning. Good morning. It's always a pleasure to be here, and uh, appreciate the opportunity as always. Well, we appreciate you actually coming through, man, and um, wanted to get with you because, as we spoke in the last segment, there is another athletics-related position open at Columbia Central. <laughs> yeah, just, just adding to the list, um, of course, the uh, – Athletic director um, Kevin Creech uh, has stepped down from his role as the athletic director as well as a teacher in the school building uh, to pursue other opportunities um, for himself personally. Yeah, to pursue other opportunities. And in light of the text that I got during the last segment, we'll just leave it at that. But um Kevin Eady's job isn't getting any easier, is it? No, I mean he, uh, you know, I think, I think he understood some of what was going on. I mean, obviously he resides here in Columbia, Tennessee, but I don't think he understood the full magnitude of, you know, the coaching vacancies and obviously the the rich history of Columbia Central High School and trying to get coaches and and administrators in the building that will help bring that level of athletic status and championship culture back to the forefront. And I think he, I think he is committed as anyone um, having coached in the building uh, many moons ago. So I think that kind of still runs through his veins. And I think uh, he's determined to do that. He is, it is a huge challenge. I mean, it's kind of late in the game now. He fully takes the reins tomorrow, July one school starts in August. So, I mean, roughly he's got about four weeks to try to, try to put some things together to try to get some really solid people that's going to help move our programs forward. And and I think, Chris, under normal circumstances, the challenge wouldn't necessarily be what it is. But when you lay it out like you did, tomorrow's July 1st, 
classes begin in Murray County when? Uh, first first Monday in August or Tuesday in August, I think it is. Yeah. So you're talking about basically a month. Yeah, four weeks. I mean, he's he's got a month to hit the ground running. Now I think he's been doing some preliminary things. Um, you know, kind of behind the scenes, kind of kind of setting the tone, setting the foundation. So it is not as difficult of a hill to climb, but regardless, it's still going to be difficult. Because on top of just athletics, he still's got to hire teachers for the building. He's got to get acclimated, you know, got to meet, you know, folks that are currently still residing in the building and just kind of get everybody on the same page with his vision and goals and direction for the school. And just from a coaching standpoint, from an athletic standpoint, if it's not a fall sport, then basically you can't do anything with these kids once they come out of the dead period that is ongoing that ends July 11th. Is that correct? I mean, you can do conditioning, but as far as, say, on field or on court? Well, as long as – well, I mean, you have at least – you have two weeks, really. I mean, so there's still some some acclimation that you can do. I mean, TWSAA allows you in the summer months uh, really to kind of fully – work with your kids, okay. do what you need to do with them. But it's only really going to be for two weeks, really. I mean, the 12th through the end of July basically is the time frame that you have as far as whatever you want to do with your kids. And then once that is over, then, I mean, we're talking about August. And then all of the rules then apply per TSSAA at that time. So you can still do your one and individuals with kids. You can still do your open gym workouts. You can still do your weight training and your conditioning. You just cannot – quote unquote give direct instruction except for the allotted amount of kids that TWSAA gives a sport um in a given day. That's interesting. I you know when you're talking about a situation like we dealt with last year and COVID and that sort of thing and not having a summer, it's I I guess there's kind of some some positive of that, at least you know what you have to do. Like you're not just coming to this cold, Nick. You know, whoever the coach is in October, be kind of like the same thing it was last year. <laughs> I, mean, well, I mean, the the only challenge that we kind of face is, I mean, you know, you look at your district or you look at your region and you look at continuity and consistency oh, yeah. and just – you know, Central High School, especially in the areas that they have vacancies, are really behind the eight ball as it pertains to building a culture, uh, continuity, consistency, kind of building that tight-knit family for people to kind of get to know and understand. And in certain sports, the summer is very, very good for that, mm-hmm. where they kind of really get to see personalities. And when you get into school starting in the season – it makes it very difficult to do that because, you know, you got open gym. These oh, things yeah. aren't necessarily mandatory. You may be doing some individual work, some weights. It's a very re- loose, relaxed atmosphere. And and in order to build culture, in order to build, you know, continuity and family and team, it takes a little bit of time to do that. Now, during the football openings that we had here, you were pretty – uh, involved in those those searches, how involved have you been, or will you be in the the finalizing of the b- basketball and girls softball coach? Um, I will be. I have been part of the interview process. Gotcha. And I am a part of the interview processes for basketball, football, softball, baseball, primarily your revenue generating sports. I am included in the conversation. Uh, am supposed to be included in the conversation when it is when it pertains to other coaching vacancies and hires for other sports, just not enough of me to go around. So 
but I do sit on those committees um, and will continue to sit on those committees as I did in Mount Pleasant with the with the higher kid, kid Hartsfield. Sitting on the Parks Motor Sales hot seat is Murray County Public Schools Athletics Director Chris Pointer. Um, again, we have we have pretty well beaten the Columbia Central <laughs> vacancies to death. Um, what do you know about the status of Kalioka girls basketball as um, Derek Atkinson stepped down at the end of the season there? Uh, you know, Penny and I talked about, you know, a couple of different scenarios at Kalioka regarding athletics. That being Penny Love. The Penny co- Love, the, the principal at, at uh, Kalioka <laughs> Unit School. And uh, right now her focus is really trying to get, you know, teachers in the building, uh, get, you know, um, you know, all of those particular positions filled all while simultaneously trying to hopefully find somebody that's also a coach to fill that void. So we're communicating. Uh, you know, her focus is is trying to get teachers. She's got some vacancies she needs to fill. And uh, we're talking about athletics. So right now that vacancy is currently open. We thought we had a lead on a couple of people. And uh, those leads just kind of fell through. Um, and we were not able to move forward on any type of interview process at Kalioka. What have they been able to get done over the off season in the absence of Atkinson? Is there somebody running their off season program, or what's? If they've done anything, it's been very little, to my knowledge, uh, as far as you know, like you know, some of the other teams across the county. Very little is being done, just because that vacancy just exists. And uh, when you have a vacancy, that just makes it very tough. I mean, Mount Pleasant had a was in a very similar spot. Um, but Hughes kind of stepped up to try to do as much as he could. D. Witt um, down there in, in Mount Pleasant tried to help out some, as well as uh, uh, Zeke Cannon, you know, assistance for the boys, kind of split up and tried to help do some things with the girls. Matt Dodge, who coached the middle school program as well, tried to fill in. But very little was able to be done. I mean, everybody was stretched in. So the programs who got vacancies, very little has been done, unless the assistants are able to step up and kind of fill that, fill that void. Over the weekend – it was acknowledged that Matt Horton, you know, pending central office approval would be leaving Spring Hill girls to take over the Mount Pleasant boys, which obviously fills one spot, creates (laughs) another one. Um, What do you know about the situation with Spring Hill girls at this point? So I've been in conversation with Dr. Potts. We've talked over the last probably two or three days uh, we talked some last week when it was kind of floating out in the air that that was a possibility. Um, she has posted the uh, basketball vacancy job. Um, it is posted on Murray County Public Schools website. I don't know if it's out on TWSAA website yet or not, but she is working to get all of that out there um, and also putting her own personal fillers out there for some folks that she think might be interested in the job. And uh, I think she's just going to continue to press in that direction so that they can get someone solid in that position, you know, preferably in the building to help coach that girls' basketball program. Would you anticipate some crossover between the interests that you're seeing in the Columbia Central girls' position and in the Spring Hill girls' position? Yeah, um, we've had that across the county. So, um, you know, without getting into specific names, I mean, we've seen crossovers from Mount Pleasant to Central as well as Spring Hill and even Kalioka. Uh, when it first became available of individuals who are interested just in getting head coaching jobs. So they're just applying and just trying to see what, you know, if they're a fit for a particular area and see what sticks. 
that's that's an interesting way to put it, to be honest with you. But uh, as as far as sticking, uh, one other position that apparently has been opened and filled really quickly was Spring Hill Volleyball. That's uh, looks like they've got a new coach as well. What was the situation there? Did they just uh, – was it more of a, hey, that he's been the assistant, let's just keep the continuity with the program? Yeah, basically. When I talked to Dr. Potts, that's what direction they felt like was best. Did not have a lag or delay in trying to move someone forward. Felt like he was comparable, understood, and was able to kind of take that on, um, you know, especially given the situation with the head coach. It wasn't anything where, I mean, this was just a personal reason that the coach had to take on family-related and sure. uh, small kids, children on the way, uh, and uh, decided that this was the best option right now. And, you know, obviously everyone agreed, and he was able to step in and, and take that role on. So Work. That worked out. <laughs> it did. It did. It, it doesn't took, always work took, out that way. You know, it took a while to get some clarity on it, but, yeah, it, it worked out. So, and, and these jobs are just, they are just abundant throughout the County and have been all summer. Do you think this is going to be an issue? You know, once school starts is, is, you know, listen, honestly, it very well could be, um, you know, one of the, one of the unique things, but also one of the things that puts us at a very, at a disadvantage, we're not at a, and just in my observation of it, we're not at a high enough threshold of schools in the high school level that they, that these vacancies and opportunities that like a person can move. So, for example, if I'm a head football coach at one school, right, let's use Murfreesboro, for example. If I'm a head football coach at Riverdale, right, and I get let go, then I could probably go be the offensive coordinator at Seagull, you know, the next day if, it, if the vacancy is available. And so we don't have a lot of – vacancies and moving pieces where we can kind of keep folks in the district and quickly fill them. So our, we're having to recruit outside to try to bring people in. And then we get landlocked quote unquote in our buildings because oftentimes these teachers, these coaches who are teaching are staying in the building and are not moving. So, you know, positions that are occupied by coaches, right? You got some unique situations out there, but you know, your histories, your special eds, your PE positions, they typically you see a lot of your coaches have those certifications for are currently be taken up by previous coaches or coaches who have stopped coaching or a person who's not even a coach. And that is a challenge within our district. So it's very difficult to recruit and bring in and solidify folks because you just don't have vacancies in your building. We, we've heard that and you, that's why we're, that's why you're here. Hopefully, you can shed some light. That's becoming less of an issue, specifically at Columbia Central, because uh, they have had several openings sure. over the summer. So there are there are openings available for these coaches that they need to hire to come in so, right now. So, so Mr. Hickman is as and the, Mr. Hickman and, and Central Office leadership when I on the curriculum and instruction side have been a lot more um, open to uh, creating opportunities and moving folks around to gotcha. create spacing and buildings so that we can get, so we can hire quality folks. And, uh, you know, with, with those conversations and his willingness, I think we will see over time, you know, sp- you know, spaces become available for coaches that we need to have in the building. 
but previously it was very difficult. I mean, and I use the word landlocked. I mean, and that's exactly what it was. I mean, you have, you know, you get, you know, you're trying to hire a football coach, but all your PE spots are taken, or you're trying to hire, you know, a basketball coach and you can't because, you know, he's a history teacher and that's the top guy, but there's no teaching, there's no history vacancies in the building. So then they end up being a PE coach at EA Cox trying to come over here and they don't even know these kids or whatever, or, we don't hire non faculty. Either we don't hire, either we don't non faculty. We don't hire them at all, or we start having to go down the line. So we start saying, "Well, uh, the top candidate, the best person for the job, can't get the job because we don't have a vacancy in the building." So then we got to go to the second one. Well, what if you don't have a vacancy for the second one? Then you go to the third one or the fourth one, or you just don't have any candidates at all, and then you're forced to put it back out there to try to find someone and then hope something sticks. And oftentimes, when you're hoping something sticks, doesn't always turn out the way that you wanted to. On the Parks Motor Sales hot seat, Murray County Public Schools Athletics Director Chris Pointer. And Chris, you know, we, again, we've talked about the quote revenue sports and some of the openings that we that continue to exist there. As we are working on our fall sports preview magazine there are a couple of others that we've come across apparent and and you said that some of these may linger into the school year and that's got to be a pretty big concern particularly as it relates to fall sports because it's my understanding that both santa fe cross country and mount pleasant cross country as of right now are undetermined yeah and and they're working to try to fill them i mean and the the challenge is trying to find somebody who's willing to take those on um so we, I mean, basically you kind of got two options. And one of the options you don't ever want to explore is that the, the sport may not make because you don't have a coach to coach it. So then then the next option is do you do you work with the someone administratively in the building or do you walk down the hall and just kind of beg somebody just to take it on, uh, just to get it through the year in, in hopes of finding someone. And those are some of Murray County's challenges that we've had in the past that we're trying to desperately avoid. How how does it get to here? Man, honestly, I think it's something that's just kind of happened over time. And 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 I don't think it's a pers- one person's fault or this or this situation or that. I think it's a combination of things. But again, I think it's just the emphasis on focus on what you're looking for in the building when you have these particular sports. And then us as a school district being able to say, can we – adequately support this particular sport and then for the sports that we know that we're going to have to have making certain that there is a plan to have positions available in the building principals being having having flexible options to move people as they need to right and then just putting an emphasis and focus on that uh versus what has happened over time is this whole landlocking thing where there's just not any positions in the building, which makes it very difficult for you to bring coaches in. Because when you look at some of your schools and you look at the trajectory of how things kind of should happen, for example, when you look at how Moore County and Rutherford County kind of works, right? So oftentimes people will go to Moore County as coaches early on in their career and then oftentimes find themselves in Rutherford County after that experience or some surrounding area around Rutherford. You could take the same approach for your unit schools to get in very quality, solid individuals who then look to try to go to a higher classification at some point in time. But we're not even able, we're not even at that point yet, even with the trajectory and movement. 
um, to try to see how you can figure out where folks can go and move. And there's been very, other than the Coach Horn situation, I'm trying to recall another situation where uh, an individual has left one school and went to another one in our district. I'm trying to think of that. You may remember, but I can't think of one right now off the top of my head. No, not off the top. But um, and see, so you had like Bronson Bradley who left Mount Pleasant, who was open to taking an assistant coaching job for a football position, but we just couldn't figure out a way to make it happen. So then he bypasses two schools on the way to Springfield. So two two whole districts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two whole <clears throat> districts on the way to to, to Springfield. And and it's tough to to lose those type individuals from your system. Oh yeah, absolutely, a- absolutely. Um, uh, I couldn't agree more with that. So, Chris, thanks, man, for coming in. We appreciate it. Yeah, man, appreciate y'all having me, and uh, you know, we'll keep at it. It's always a pleasure, Chris Pointer, Murray County Athletics Director in the Parks Motor Sales Hot Seat, and always uh, enlightening when you're here. So we, yeah. we, we, we're trying to get all the information we can. And, sure. and sometimes it's uh it's not as easy as we'd like. So we, every time you're in here, we get smarter. <laughs> well, any insight and any uh, solutions that you all may come with in because of you all's extensive travels in the sports world and the shoulders that you brush up against, uh, it would always greatly appreciate it. <laughs> no doubt. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to post-19 head baseball coach Scott Beasley. So stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Barn & Joint. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.